0: Hey guys, it's me and we're back with this week's episode of my Best Vintage Life Podcast live from the road in Art's car headed to L.A. to the L.A. warehouse. How are you, Art?
1: I'm great, Bridget. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Cool. Doing good. Just our normal show notes as per usual. Um, If you want to reach out to us via email, you can do so. Admin, A-D-M-I-N, at podcast.com. Um, And I'm going to get to a new way to get the podcast email in a second if you don't feel like typing it in. Social media, you can reach out to us or find us on Instagram. I highly recommend if you like our content that you click the little bell on our profile, which will alert you that we have published a new post and that just kind of keeps you up to date because the algorithm is just awful at this point in time. We are now on TikTok and really enjoying our time on there and gaining a new following on there, which is exciting. So if you're on TikTok, you can find us at MyBestVintageLifePodcast.com or at My Best Vintage Life podcast. Sorry, it's still relatively early here. And we are also on Pinterest, same handle. If you haven't already done so, we would appreciate a rate, rating or review of the podcast. Um, this is really good because it helps grow the audience so that we can help other people learn more about vintage and educate themselves more on vintage. So
1: spread the word.
0: Spread the word, give us a few stars. If you have time, a few sentences really make a difference. We really appreciate any way that you can support the podcast in that sense. And um, you can also you can do this via Apple Podcasts, but you can also do it via Pod Chaser, which is a really cool website where you can, save your favorite podcasts uh, find new podcasts it's really cool I actually just got an email from them today letting me know that it's international podcast day woo happy international podcast day today Thursday September 30th 2021 Arts Cars so kind as to let me know the proper date otherwise I don't really know what date it is so oh, we're slowing down maybe that'll help the audio um Okay, so the website, I purchased a new template for the website which is super exciting and one of the cool things about the template is in the upper right corner of the homepage, you can now click on the email and it'll open up an email window for you right on your phone or your computer. You don't even have to type anything in, just right there, bam. So uh, the email sign up is still there if you want to subscribe to our newsletter for vintage business owners. You can scroll down to the bottom and do that which is nice. Um, we have some wholesale items up for sale. Some vintage clothing. If you're not familiar with the hotel wholesale <laughs> um, pricing, I explain it very well on the website. So if you go to shop and you can go down to hotel. I can't say it right this
1: morning. Wholesale.
0: Well, it sounds like hotel. Whole That's tale. why
1: I, I sing that song.
0: Yes, and then um, there's a new wholesale FAQ accordion page with common FAQ questions about the wholesale process. Very nice. Art checked it out. He approves.
1: Yeah, it's kind of easy to work and navigate. I loved it. Do
0: you have an obsession at the moment? Seeds. Seeds? Yeah,
1: black pepper seeds.
0: Sunflower seeds? Yeah. You're like Agent Mulder.
1: He eats seeds. Yeah, he's
0: obsessed with sunflower seeds. Well, I've been watching a new show on Netflix called Midnight Mass. Now... I appreciate the show because I grew up in a small town with, um, you know, a small Catholic church community. I'm actually shocked that they made this show in 2021. Like, it's old-school Catholic. But here's the twist. It's super scary. Um, so, if you aren't tolerant of religion, I guess you wouldn't want to watch it. But if you can handle that and you like scary, check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, it has like a has, like, a Stephen King vibe to it. It reminds me... Reminds me of his um, book and of the TV miniseries they made called Storm of the Century. Kind of has that kind of vibe to it. So, if you're looking for something new to to watch, check it out. The acting's really good, too, and I like the, um, you know, just the dialogue. It's good. It's good stuff. So, moving on to today's topic, we're talking about the take-all deal. This is going to be a heavy art episode because I've done some take-all deals, Um, not many. My first one ever was vintage sunglasses. We can talk about that maybe after Art talks about his a little. But first, we just kind of wanted to talk about some key components of the take-all deal. So first off, um, and one of the main reasons why I wanted to talk about this today is because some of my mentees and just some of you in general have been reaching out to me About uh, the take all deal and unfortunately a lot of you guys are reaching out to me after you already did it whether you spent too much money per piece or you turned down a really good deal and I don't want that to happen to you anymore I want you to be educated so you know how to handle it in case you can't get in touch with us or it's like in between one of our mentor sessions whatever it may be Um, so just talking about how to know when it's the right time So first off, I think one of the most important questions about the take-all deal is, you know, what is it? What is it exactly that you're buying? There's so many different types of take-all deals. Um, There's the take-all deal where you're buying a large lot of the same thing. There's a take-all deal where you're buying an assorted lot. There's the take-all deal where you don't quite know what you're getting. So Art, would you agree when I say that it It really depends on what it is when you're trying to figure out, is it a good deal?
1: Absolutely. You know, like everything else, there's a lot of variables and you have to, before I go into a situation, I try to get as much information as possible of what the person thinks they have, how much they have. I don't need an itemized list, per se. I can kind of figure out what's going on. Uh, But You also have to know what you sell and what you can offload. There's been deals where I liked the core of what was available. And then there were some things that I don't normally deal in that I pretty much just got rid of lower than the take-all price just to get it out of my sight and be done with it. And that's fine too, you know. Or if you're lucky, you can make money on the things that you normally don't sell by wholesaling those out. But you have to know what the key components are. Why are you even there? What is it that attracted you to it? Is it uh, the T-shirts? Is it the pants? Is it the denim? So you have to know, and you have to know roughly, like, what your budget is, too. I mean, don't go taking out a second mortgage on speculation. But if you see that it's solid items, go for it. I mean... And and the take all deal doesn't necessarily have to be something daunting. It could be somebody at a a pop up who has a rack of sixty shirts. At the end of the day, you're like That's still you know. a take all
0: deal. But Correct. it just but it's it not doesn't daunting. have to be like have...
1: a thousand pieces. Exactly. Yeah. It could be just, you know It could even eat. be
0: ten amazing
1: wrap T shirts. That's not t- that's not a take all deal. Well that's just a big quantity buy. It's a you know, multiple item purchase. To me take all is it.
0: Yeah, but if someone puts a take-all price on it, I think it's you still have to know how to handle that.
1: Yeah. I mean, figure out what you're going to sell it for, okay? And then you figure out, okay...
0: That's an important one. you got
1: to know what your retail is. Right. And, and assume you're only selling 50%. Yeah. You know, that's how I always do it.
0: So, coming down to how much money per piece...
1: Depends on the item. Depends right. Depends what you're going to sell it for. I like to be... Where I'm paying per piece uh, okay perfect example had a, a take-all deal recently uh, three weeks ago small small picker uh, in the Midwest real nice guy young guy hard-working kid uh, really enjoying working with him and he had been collecting for about four or five months and he's been uh, wholesaling to different vintage stores throughout the Midwest but he'd accumulated about five, 600 pieces. And he, I said, hey, instead of me picking and choosing, let's just buy everything so I can kind of get a taste of, and I saw his taste of what he was picking by random pictures. So I knew I was safe. So what I did is I offered him a price that, worst case scenario, I can wholesale everything at exactly the same price, but it was worth the shot just to kind of get a feel for him. And then now I can educate him on what I like and what I don't like. So it was mostly t-shirts, so I paid 5 bucks straight across. Now there wasn't anything crazy, but there was a lot of good solid $10, $15 shirts. Um, So to me, that worked for me because I'm a wholesaler. Now, if you have a store, that's not gonna work for you. Uh, You're gonna wanna be closer to the $3 range because you don't have an outlet for those cheap take-all shirts.
0: Yeah. So something that I told a few of my mentees recently is it's always better to start lower because if someone doesn't like the low price, they might ask you for a little bit more and you can go higher, but obviously not to where you're uncomfortable. But if you start so high and you have to realize a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of times these take all deals. Like if it's someone's estate or it's someone's kid selling something, if you tell them $10 per piece, They're going to be tickled pink by that, especially if it's 50, 100 pieces, because they don't see the value in it that you do, Um, but they, so, like, they get excited when they hear, oh, $10 per piece, wow. So, I I don't recommend going so low as to be offensive, but you start low, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a haircut, right?
1: Yeah, but... You go in chunks,
0: you don't want to cut all your hair off right away if you want to go shorter, you just work your way up to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you also, one thing to take into account is, ugh, like you, that was a great point you made. Who is the person selling it, right? So if it's another dealer, or is it a, a retailer, or is it someone who's just getting rid of their family's clothing, like you said, in an estate sale, a yard sale, whatever those you can go much lower because they don't have that attachment to it and they didn't really pay anything for it so anything they get is great
0: right but if you start too high they're not going to say anything they're going to be Why like would they? they're going to be would. like holy shit you know they're going to go home and brag to their family like oh my god you're not going to believe what someone gave me for these dresses
1: again if you offered $25 for a dress and you took 100 of them and you know you can sell majority of those dresses above $100 Great for you. That's good karma. You made them happy. You know, you don't have to lowball everybody. It's be fair. If you're making money, let them make some money. That's been my motto and it's worked for the last 25 years. So, you know, I, I don't really haggle. That's what thing that cracks people up is I don't haggle. I tell a price that I can pay and I let the person decide if they want to sell it to me or if they want to come down. If they don't, no hard feelings, no nothing. I've never really had to ever up a price or go down on a price I just tell them look this is what I can sell it for and I'm hundred percent honest about it I said if you like to sell it at this price I'm you know I'll do it and me and my brother have done that with like these small little deals and where we had 13 truckloads 53 foot truckloads you know offered him a price they said no called back a month later they said you know what go ahead take it we never, did anything back and forth it was just that's what we can pay you know you have to know what you can pay and then in terms of payment you know this was one of the points that you were I know that you listened to you and you were talking about payment you know yes (laughs) how to pay what to pay
0: yes that was the next point in
1: my notes oh okay see I was listening um it all I'm it all depends who you're dealing with if you've known the person before and and you've dealt with them then be comfortable with having the cash with you or now it's super easy with venmo and paypal but do not take large amounts of cash with someone you've never met it's just not safe Uh, these days unfortunately there's so many different people looking for easy ways to take things from people so don't put yourself in that situation no amount of clothing is worth the risk to you or your family do not do it Okay, I've, there's been horror stories I don't want to get into, but do, do not do it. Uh, you know, just tell the person, I'm sorry, I didn't know if I was going to buy anything or not. Do you take Venmo? I have Venmo. Or here's a credit card. Or find a place to meet safely uh, where you feel more comfortable or take someone with you. You know, that always deters people from doing bad things. Um, and then if it's a large large amount just negotiate all that out say okay let's say it's something over five thousand dollars all right uh how comfortable are you with having a thousand dollars in your pocket two thousand it's your comfort level as well and then figure out if the person wants a cashier's check a wire uh after you inspect everything
0: and don't no personal checks
1: no don't get personal checks too much information on there yeah yeah don't do that to yourself and people are you know Not saying the person you're dealing with is unscrupulous, but there are people who do take advantage of situations. You
0: truly never know.
1: Yeah, you don't. Like I said, unless you've done business with the person before, we've had multiple take-all deals with the same people. So after a while, you kinda, you know, know who you can trust and you can't.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so every every take-all is different, but don't hesitate ...to pull a trigger if you know you can make money.
0: What? I, I have, oh, a, I have I'm just um, another question in my points that I think is a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, how do people know if they need this? How do they know if they need the take-all, the items in the take-all deal? What if that, it's not necessarily a question of money. Okay. What if it's a question of do I need it?
1: Uh, question of need it. Well, you know your inventory situation... Uh, the reason you're, you're, you found this take-all dealer, this person presented to you, is because you're, you're a retailer, most likely. So you were out there looking, and this popped up in your face. Now, if there's not a significant amount of things that you know you can sell really well and quickly, then that would be the impetus not to buy it. But if, if there's a big chunk that will get majority of your money back, then that's when you pull the trigger everyone has a different threshold for what they need to you know flip the switch in a sense uh i know i'm that way i if there's enough meat on the bone that's fine because with the bone later on i can make some soup <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's an arrested development reference for those of you that don't know um, i no i thought
1: it was curb your enthusiasm
0: no arrested development what? carl carl weathers
1: that's not arrested development that's curb your enthusiasm
0: yeah, you take, if you save that bone, you have a good stew. Carl yeah. Withers, he's coaching Tobias. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, man, I
1: thought it was that other guy, the other bald guy. Larry. Oh, Larry. Yeah. No. No, <laughs> he's right. amazing.
0: I can't think of his name in real life. He's so fucking funny. Uh,
1: uh so. No, I can't believe I doubted your. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my bad. Pop
0: culture reference. Yeah. Especially comedy. Yeah, my bad. Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? You got me off my beaten path. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. so let's say, let's say you're a timid person, right? Timid person. You're timid. You don't like
1: timid or scared to spend money.
0: No, not scared to spend money. Timid in sense, in terms of your, uh, you're a little nervous about your interaction with the take all deal, and you, you go, you meet up, and the people give you a price, and you're not happy with it, but you don't like confrontation. You're timid and you are just not willing to step up and negotiate, what's your advice for those people?
1: Get out of the business. That's my advice. Sack up, it's part of the business. You have to be able to communicate with people. You know, you're not gonna insult anybody, give them a price. If they say 2,000 and you're only wanting to pay 1,500, just ask, all they can say is no. There's nothing to fear. So put yourself out there. What are they going to say? Get the hell out of here. You're crazy. Okay, great. You just lost 1500 bucks. Adios. And then move on. You don't need that bad juju in your life.
0: Yeah, you know... Um, you have to. You have no Some of you have told me about some experiences you've had with people that are just... I mean, I'll say it in a polite way. They are just... They have no grip on reality if they think they're going to get the money that they're asking for for some of the stuff that you've told me about. Like, you know, uh, I won't say who, but
1: I could tell tell you story after story. Woman
0: is selling off her vintage collection. She's a vintage dealer, and what she wanted per piece was just, uh, you know, this person would have had to have taken out a loan.
1: Yeah, they wanted retail price per piece yeah they that's wanted, not a take-all deal take-all um, deal is to incentivize i can't someone. remember the
0: per piece price but i think it was like was it over ten thousand dollars for everything you know it was just i think it worked out to i want to say fifteen dollars per piece if not more um i can't remember but you know it's just there are just some people out there that um There's an emotional connection, and they think what they have is worth so much more than what it actually is. And that's not to say that what they have isn't nice or beautiful, uh, or won't sit in well with your. But your job is to make money
1: on the things that you buy. So you need to be very, very disciplined in knowing you're not trying to do favors. The favor is the fact that you're you're doing them a favor by buying it all because they get to either recoup.
0: Right. And they have to look at it that way, but
1: unfortunately not
0: everyone does. Then
1: you do. Say, hey, now with this money you can do whatever you want. You can start all over again. You can, you know.
0: Go on a vacation. Go
1: on a vacation. Do whatever. But you need to be disciplined and know what you can pay. Don't ever feel bullied that you have to do it. Walk away. Here come the cuties. I can't believe how many deals my brother has walked away, and he is a buying machine. You have to know what it is. I'm sorry. Oh, you just me. (laughs) So we're going past. School we're going past
0: the Halos. If you're familiar with the, uh, they're clementines, right? The cuties. They're little. You see them at your grocery store. Yeah. So the factory is right here in uh, Delano. Delano,
1: Delano. Delano.
0: Well, I'm sorry. There's other states where it's said differently. Well, then, Like then in you, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So shove it. Yeah. Um, but. They have all the crates out in front of the factory. I mean, if you saw this factory... It's not a factory. It's a packing house. Whatever.
1: Big difference. Okay, I did not grow up in an
0: agricultural area. I have enough people getting on my back about how I say shit and...
1: Hey, is that getting heavy over there? What? That big cross on your back? Yeah, well,
0: everybody can... (laughs) um,
1: (laughs) No, it's too early. It's too early for your bag of nuts or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, well, everybody can kiss my jiggly ass christ anyways i was just i i'm always
1: all right here's here's one that just happened okay just happened a week and a half ago one of my pickers locally uh he hits yard sales and flea markets he came across an interesting yard sale and he's video video what do you call it facetime me from there yes okay and i was like interesting everything was vintage dresses vintage clothing and he, and they had price tags on everything. It
0: smells
1: so bad. Oh, it's, yes. just, it's manure.
0: It's that's. It's manure. Different. That's, yeah. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. He FaceTimed
1: you. Yeah. So I'm like, interesting. I said these people either had a store, or they sell online or something. And then, sure enough, he gets the details. Yeah. And they had an Etsy store for almost 20 years. Oh, yeah. No brick and mortar. And so I said, oh, the dresses were great. I mean, you could tell they were in good condition. I said, okay, well, and the next thing you know, he says, they have way more than this. They have crates, 50. But I said, okay, find out what the, how much they want per piece. Well, they just want, he found out that they wanted $15,000. I'm like, what? and it was barely 300 dresses right and at the same time i'm like that's a lot of dresses and dresses are not my forte but the fact that you're selling them at a yard sale and then all of a sudden you want fifteen thousand dollars i'm like
0: Huh? I think people sometimes come up with these numbers. It's like based off of a the debt they have or something. They're yeah. like, oh, that's my credit card bill right now, so that's what I'm gonna ask for. Like sometimes these numbers are just so obscene. I'm like, where? That's the only thing I can think of where people come up with, you know. So well,
1: the funny part is this. So I said, all right, man, offer him twenty five hundred bucks. He's like, what? I said, yeah. He's like, he goes, they'll hit me. <laughs> and I go, you're a grown ass man. These ladies are not gonna hit you. All they could say is, no, or are they going to come down? And, and, well, he mustered up the courage to ask. I can't
0: believe, considering what he does for his career. Oh,
1: he's a wuss.
0: He's scared of a yard sale? That's not very encouraging to me.
1: No, because he thought it was going to be so insulting. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm looking at him through the phone. So he asked, they're like, they dropped all the way down to ten. So they dropped 5,000 from just a simple question, right? And and I could see if he gets back on the phone and he's sweating and <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. I go, you walk the yard with the most dangerous people and you're sweating from two ladies. Oh, so I passed on the deal. I just wasn't in the mood at the time. I mean. So, But he got, luckily he got me the card. You got me their information, so if I want to revisit it and actually take my time and go look at it, it's there. Oh,
0: God, I hope nobody got to ask. these people.
1: But you got to ask.
0: Oh, well, hopefully they're not listening and they don't come beat the shit out of you, Art. Good <laughs> these luck. Intimidating, these intimidating yard sale people.
1: Oh, oh. my God. Oh, do you remember those two guys from Seinfeld with the, oh, with uh, the dresser? the armoire. Yeah, armoire. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, um, so don't be afraid to ask. that's the moral of that story.
0: Well, you just,
1: you just made five grand. Yeah if you, you know, pulled trigger. And
0: sometimes you really luck out like my first take-all deal was a great one with my sunglasses. Um, I was at a vintage show. I got invited to a vintage show in New York City uh, because of my old blog and I took a friend with me. we took a bus up for the day and made a trip out of it. So I kind of, what they basically said is if we invite you to this, we just ask that you take pictures and write a blog post about it. And it's cool. I mean, I got to meet a lot of people that are still in the business um, and very big in the business. And one of the guys um, that was there had a sunglasses truck. So it was a you know kind of like the clothing truck, food truck type model, Uh, but he sold sunglasses and it was cool. Like the the truck they had, I swear to God, I think he said they put like forty or fifty grand into it. It had TVs in it, Um, but they were mostly selling, you Uh. know, cheap sunglasses. And (laughs) mostly, did you burp? No. God Almighty! This mostly selling cheap sunglasses. On like Long Island or out of the Hamptons They would go you know to the beach Their big selling season was summer Or to Brooklyn But at Brooklyn. the reason why he was at this show Was because he was trying to sell Vintage sunglasses and they were beautiful Italian French You're 16th, still talking 70s. about the sunglasses? I'm get.
1: God oh
0: my god We're going to be there in two hours god. That's Art's brother calling him He'll, he'll call you when we're there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, man. Hey,
0: man. Uh, I'm downstairs.
1: Can you, you come seen, uh, you wipe my money. ass? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the guy has these beautiful sunglasses laid out on the table, and I said, wow, these are amazing. I've never seen anything like it in person. And he said, well, frankly, I'm, you know, we don't like these. They're hard for us to sell. People want the cheapies. So I took his business card, and... Uh, I reached out to him after the fact and said, Hey, just based off the fact, like, it d- doesn't seem like you're very interested in owning these anymore. Would you be interested in selling them to me? And, um, at first he, you know, he said, well, l- let me think about it. And not very long after he came back with, you know what? Yeah, I
1: want to get rid of them. How many were there?
0: There were 200 pairs. Okay and at first he wanted seven and I got him down to five way to go so I got the whole deal for a thousand dollars uh granted I did have to go up to New York City and get them he lived though he lived in the most amazing apartment right above Wall Street wow. so you could actually see like the bull and everything in the trading area it was very cool um I think he was on uh, I can't really remember the exact street name but it was just lower lower Manhattan um so drove up, got them, and a lot of them needed heat gun, um, reshaping, a lot of them needed cleaning. But I was selling them, I sold a good bit of them at $29 a pair, some 39 a pair. And then one of our clients eventually, well, and some of our, our clients bought them over time, and then one client came and bought the rest of them. And a the take-all. And, and her take-all, which right. I think we did at 10 Ten a pair. Yeah. So that's just a good example of, you know, I didn't sell it all right away. Um, oh, you milked it. But, yeah, I mean, definitely made my men- money back, and then some. Yeah. I shipped them out to Art at one point in time.
1: Yeah, because... I remember selling them to our, one of our Japanese friends. Yeah, clients.
0: so I boxed them up and shipped them to Fresno when I was still living in Pennsylvania, then they just stayed in Fresno until I shipped myself out there. <coughs> oh, God. I know, air is horrible here We're driving through not only a heavy agricultural area But where one of the biggest fires in the state is burning right now The uh, KNP Complex Fire So, my throat feels irritated Anyway, that's an example of a take-all deal that was fairly easy It was somebody that really wanted to get rid of something Even though he knew the value in them, you know It was like, alright let's be let's be done with it so do you have another story you'd like to add or anything else you'd like to add Yeah,
1: I mean there's been so many different uh, situations and scenarios no two are like the same like I said earlier you just have to evaluate each one for profitability and your budget your budget also has to you know you, you got to make sure you're you're sound but don't pass up an amazing deal there's so many ways so many ways for you to get money these days that you don't need to walk away from something just cuz you don't have it you know figure out a way i can't even tell you how many ways me and my brother have come up with money when we didn't have the luxury of like having a huge amount of money in the bank or even now you know when deals happen f- get someone to go in with you like you know maybe you sell the women's and you know someone who sells men's and you guys split it. Figure out ways, but don't let it pass you by. Like, I'm a little upset with some of the deals that people have let go then they want to tell me about it. I'm like, you clown. Call me. Yeah. You know, I'd buy that, and I'd even pay you. You where you're, What you get to keep is free. I no, mean,
0: you are right, and I do. and I'm sure this will piss someone off, but I really don't care. You know, at the poorest I ever was in my life, when I had maybe... I don't know $100 to my name maybe two if I was lucky if it was something that benefited me or was going to make my life better whether it was education or you know building a business like when I was doing my vintage I found a way exactly I found a way so if you're one of those people I mean and if it if it's a means of reevaluating your spending you know or your life then maybe that you need to do that too um because I know there's some people out there that are like, I just, you know, oh, I, I can't do it. And it's like, you can, maybe you just
1: don't really want it. Exactly. I mean, I've made so many sacrifices. I've I've never owned a brand new car, really, for myself. I've had hand-me-down cars. Uh, my brother usually gets the new car and I end up getting it from him later because I, you know. so <laughs> We're
0: in one right now. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I, and it, that, that doesn't it doesn't faze me there's sacrifices you make to grow and get better and stronger so if you've got an amazing deal out there and you're scared to pull the trigger on it let us know if we can help you with advice or possibly get in on it I'm always looking to buy great stuff Yep. yeah we'll partner up and make you rich
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's that time my friends it is that time It's Podbean time. Patron program time.
1: You know, I don't have any patrons.
0: We do. We do have patrons. We you do. I don't. No, we do. No, I
1: added a special art. Oh, you have
0: a... No, don't tell people that because they'll think you're serious.
1: All right, never mind. I'm not serious. (laughs) She's ultra serious. Why are? What
0: are good reasons to support the podcast?
1: Well, fun. Fun. Entertaining.
0: Entertaining
1: educational
0: educational
1: and possibly financially rewarding yes if you do what i tell you exactly
0: yes so our content for the most part is free however if you want to support us by making a monetary donation that is so 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 special to us and there are also ways for you to benefit from it. For example, no matter what patron level you're at, you get two free bonus mini a month.
1: So. I enjoy those. You're, you're so good at those.
0: Oh, thank you. Now, if you're not into a re-occurring, uh, reoccurring donation, you can do a one-time donation now via our link tree, which is in our Instagram bio, it's in our TikTok bio, and it's also in the show notes. And if you do that, I'm going to give you a shout-out on the show just to say thank you. You can make a $1 donation. You can make a $100 donation. You can make a $67.50 donation. You can do whatever the hell you want. That is a one-time donation. Now, via Podbean, which is, um, if you Google Podbean patron program and my Best Vintage Life podcast, it'll come up. But I also have links everywhere else to do so, show notes, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, if you're at the $5 level, you'll get a shout-out, whether it be personal and or business. And you'll get to ask Art a burning question. And you'll get two bonus mini sods a month, all for $5 a month. That works out to $60 a year. Not too bad there. Now, our upper levels are for our mentor program, which is best for vintage business owners. So we just had a new person come on at the $50 level. However, uh, she has requested to remain anonymous. We'll call her LL Bean,
1: Hold it. Okay, and she good. does have
0: a burning question for you, Art. But she needs oh. to get uh, there's a photo involved. It's a denim-related question. Oh, great! So thank you, that. LL Bean, for your your signing on. We appreciate having you. I got to talk to her yesterday. It was very enjoyable. Um, so at the fifty dollar level, you get the same benefits as the five dollar level. You get a one hour mentor call with me once a month. And uh, there's only two spots left as of right now. So if you're an existing mentor at the 30-minute level, which is going to be obsolete in November, I would upgrade now if you really want to. Or if you're new, you can come on board too. It's first come, first serve. And then uh, our $100 level, all the benefits of the 50. You also get a monthly audit of your website and or selling platform. And you get a free copy of our retail math uh, mini class. And there's four spots left there. Uh, at that at that higher price point, I don't expect those to fill up as fast. And it's one of those things where if you want to change your level month to month, you can certainly do so. You just have to kind of time it when your credit card gets charged. Um, so those are all very exciting things and Absolutely. ways to support the podcast if you if you choose to do so. So we really you know the
1: last support batch, we got to see those beautiful chairs that you had upholstered.
0: Yes, yeah, we. We've, we've done a lot of upgrades. I mean, right now I'm recording on a mini microphone that you guys helped pay for. Uh, we were able to get a nice table and chair set for the office so that Art and I can be more comfortable. And it's more conducive to um, having the conversations we do because now we can actually look at each other before we were sitting at a little desk. There's just a lot of a lot of nice things. Um, the
1: microphone stands.
0: In January, I'm going to have to pay $300, which is my yearly fee for hosting. So, you know. There's lots of little charges that you guys when you support us monetarily it helps it really
1: does yeah it's much appreciated so
0: much appreciated
1: so I just wanted to thank uh, one of the listeners that sent us the cookies uh, It was very sweet of her Thank you so much
0: I think her name was Sydney Sydney yeah cookies yeah, thank, thank you, you they Sydney were delicious. yeah um, and if you'd like to send us anything we uh, we don't have a PO box yet but we probably should get one.
1: Well, she was smart enough to know where the warehouse address was.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. smart gal.
1: Just so you know, Bridget loves jams and pepper, hot sauces. So if you have a regional pepper or hot sauce you'd like her to try, send it her way.
0: Yeah, you know, my favorite paranormal podcast, people send them multiple packages a week and a lot of it is stuff they do a a taste test. Seriously? They do a taste test every episode.
1: Did you say paranormal podcast? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's
0: good. The Strange Sessions with Kurt and Krista. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the you know Wisconsin know. people. Yes. Yep. Gotcha. Of course. Bad. Yeah. So,
1: do you have anything you want to add, Art Ziv? Uh, no. But, honestly, do not walk away from a deal unless, if, if you're scared, talk to someone about it. Don't let it just fester in your head and you don't pull the trigger. You know, Bridget's always here, just send a message i'm here send us something you know we want you guys all to succeed so you know hopefully the experiences i've had good and bad can help you
0: and if we don't get back to you right away please don't be offended we're very busy no we try our best we try our best but some days it's hard you know it's it's very hard and i try to get back to everyone it just doesn't always mean right away so no hard feelings there
1: and good luck happy hunting
0: Happy hunting. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, be kind.
1: Don't be basic. And
0: don't be basic. I'm going to go and try to breathe in this awful air. Bye.